the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Welcome to your afternoon. I'm Bruce Hooley. Yes, halfway through the two-hour Bruce Hooley show. It starts at 11 a.m. You're late. That's okay. Uh, I will allow it. Yes, the show has moved from 5 to 7 to 11 to 1. We are happy to be with you in the noon hour. Uh, getting mixed uh, responses from people. Some people say, you yeah, know, I got used to you at 5. I'd like to listen to you on the way home. Others saying, wow, this is great. Now, even if I can't listen live, I can listen to the podcast. That's the avenue if you previously listened to the show on your way home. It's uh, due to the diligence and hard work of our producer, Aaron Light, available for you at 989theanswer.com. We uh, love the fact that you listen to the podcast. And we love the fact you listen live, and I love it more when you interact with me at 844-TALK-989. 844-TALK-989. Uh, watched the Pentagon press conference this morning at which John Kirby, Pentagon spokesperson, and dude, did this guy ever draw a short straw in life to have to get up there and shill for what is, yeah, yeah, the largest humiliation, the worst humiliation in the history of the American military. They weren't active for 9-11. There's no way to see that coming. No way to see Pearl Harbor coming. This is it. It has birthed the largest hostage crisis in American history. Way worse than the Iranian hostage crisis. Way worse than anything else. Because it's a hostage crisis, it's not a hostage crisis. It's a rescue mission. No, it's a hostage crisis. And I'm about to prove it to you. A reporter today asked Pentagon spokesperson John Kirby if staying beyond the announced deadline of August the 31st for us to get everybody out. Would that require staying beyond August 31st? And I quote, the acquiescence of the Taliban. Say, what is acquiescence, Bruce? Agreement, permission, kindness, goodwill. Yeah, you say, "Eh, aren't these the people who chop off people's heads? Who think we're infidels? Who view women as lower than second-class citizens? Yes, we are counting on their permission, their acquiescence, their agreement, their allowance, their kindness, the kindness of the Taliban. A sentence previously never spoken. Wait, I didn't give you John Kirby's answer. Yes, he was asked, do we require the acquiescence of the Taliban, the permission of the Taliban, the allowance, the kindness? And he said... That that is the, quote, fundamental fact of the reality of where we are. So there are thousands, by the Biden administration's admission, thousands of American citizens, American citizens who won out of Afghanistan. There are 
tens of thousands of Afghans who helped them while they were there and would be viewed by the Taliban, understandably viewed, I mean, incorrectly, but understandably, as traitors, enemies of the Taliban. To get them out, we require the kindness of the Taliban. Utter shame should follow Joe Biden, his administration, his generals, his military, his chiefs of staff, his strategists, forever. This is a failure of the intelligence community, of the operational execution, of the exit, of the planning, every aspect of it. So, with that happy news, let me share with you what our local health officials are saying about a question that apparently is catching them off guard. Not me, not you, if you've been listening to The Bruce Hooley Show. What you've been hearing every day is COVID cases rising, Delta variant, more contagious than chickenpox. Mask up. Get your vaccine. Mike DeWine referred to it the other day as the perfect storm. The perfect storm has entered American lexicon off the book and the movie of the same name. It's overused because... COVID is not the perfect storm because the perfect storm is like, by definition, something that happens only once. We dealt with this in April, May, late March of 2020. We got another wave of it near the end of the calendar year. Now we're getting a third wave. It's not a perfect storm. It's not impending doom like Rochelle Walensky the CDC director said. But anyway, we have COVID cases climbing. Notice cases climbing. And I've said, are ICU admissions climbing? Are deaths climbing? Hopefully not. But uh, NBC4, shout out, Ben Orner, the reporter, got to some of our local health officials. And here is uh, Dr. Makisha Roberts, who would, you know, want you to wear a mask and a bubble, perhaps. She says, when we looked early on at this pandemic, the majority of our deaths were coming from our elderly, particularly those living in long-term care facilities. Yes. Less than 10% of deaths in Ohio due to COVID have been people under the age of 60. That's a stat they don't ever share very often because you're all supposed to be fair, uh, afraid, rather. Uh Roberts says the deaths lag behind the case diagnoses, of course. And she wants you to know that we're still in the early stages of the Delta variant. Well, really, no, we're not. We're not really in the early stages of the Delta variant. The early stages of the Delta variant started to show up around July the 4th. And the two-week average of hospitalization started to rise on July the 14th. And back when COVID first hit, people were dying hmm, two weeks Two weeks after they'd go into the hospital, they'd be, if they died, in a body bag and on their way to the morgue or to the funeral home. It was was awful. It is awful. It's still awful. But we are now on August 19th, and the death numbers are not skyrocketing. They're barely climbing. These are the death numbers we would have prayed for in the early going of this pandemic. Now, I will... I will not dismiss the impact of the vaccines. 
on that. But I also will not credit solely the impact of the vaccines. That's what our authorities do. It's just the vaccine, the vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. Vaccines are way out. Get the vaccine, get the vaccine. Now, uh, the Biden administration, which, you know, I mean, hey, given the competence that they've shown at the border and with uh, monetary policy and in Afghanistan, why would we not do every single thing they tell us to do? Because after all, they have our best interests at heart. They are saying that everybody who got a second Pfizer or Moderna shot is going to need a third shot eight months after your second shot. Wonder if anybody's decided, nah, nah. Think I'm going to roll with natural immunity. Think I'm going to take my chances. Be curious to know if you've gotten the two-dose vaccine. If you've been a good citizen, are you Are you real still ready? I mean, I know there'll be the true converts. will still be ready to go out. Yeah, poke me, Doc. Let me have it. Uh, but I'd be curious to hear from you, 844-TALK-989. If you've gotten the two-dose vaccine, you did what you were supposed to do, uh, are you ready to say, no, nah, no, 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 I'm good. Not getting number three. Not getting number three. Got things to do. I'm not... Not putting this in my phone calendar every eight months to go in and get my booster shot. Because I think what's obvious here is we mislabeled this. We mislabeled this. Probably on Trump, probably on... um, Well, let's blame it on Fauci because he's fun to blame everything on. We never should have called these vaccines. We should have called them shots. Of course, shots brings right up to the forefront, the possibility that we would have termed it a flu shot. And, of course, you could be canceled if you said COVID was the flu. But that's what these are. These are shots. These are mitigating factors against a virus that's going to spread because it's a virus. It's what viruses do. So the mistake was in labeling these vaccines because they're not vaccines. You're not bulletproof forever. If you want to keep getting the shot, go for it. It's fine. I'm all about the individual freedom. I would just like for you to return me the same courtesy and not make me go get it if I don't desire to do so. I've noticed a strange phenomenon now that we're doing the Bruce Woolley show from 11 to 1 as opposed to 5 to 7. Aaron, I don't know if you noticed this or not. I wear a pullover in here. It seems like it's colder in here at 11 a.m. than it does at 5 o'clock. Is that my imagination? Uh, It could just be the randomness of the temperatures of these studios. Okay. Well, I just didn't know if it was like early in the day. You know, my body's not been used to being outside and being warmed up by the sun. I'm glad I grabbed this today because this freezing in here we could hang meat in here uh i wish there were meat in here i'm in the final 40 minutes of my 18 hour intermittent daily fast the final hour is the hardest hour alan's candy corn is uh, mocking me from across the hallway look to me like he has the best candy corn do you know what the best candy corn is oh no brocks no the best candy corn is the kind that has the brown top not the yellow top, the brown top. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not a candy corn guy. Not a guy. candy Sorry. corn guy? Mm. Uh, okay, very no. good. I don't really like eating wax. <laughs> well, it's flavored wax. So <laughs> at this point in time, I'd eat, I'd, eat, I'd eat packing peanuts at this point in time. <laughs> uh, 
uh, in hour number 18 of the fast. Uh, U.S. Capitol Police are uh, dealing with a situation. You heard about it at the top of the hour. It's still going on. An active bomb threat investigation. Guy in a truck. Looks like he has a detonator in his hand. They get snipers trained on him. Um, this is weird. It always makes you wonder, like, how do these people get this close to um, Library of Congress, Capitol? Uh, we'll see. Hopefully that uh, that ends without incident. Boy, we certainly have had our share of incidents here in the capital city. Our 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 crime in this city, it just continues. We had a woman killed today in uh, West Columbus around 6 a.m. shooting in the hilltop. Um, We have to be over 130 homicides now. Last year's record was 175, and we are definitely at 130 or more than we had in Franklinton. Uh, Just in the last day or two, we had... Uh, we had a murder. Then we have um, a 12-year-old shot in a hail of gunfire. And I mean a hail of gunfire. They found more than 80 shell casings fired from multiple different weapons after midnight. Uh, this happened in the wee hours of post-midnight Tuesday, early Wednesday. Uh, Franklinton, of course, is like life expectancy is way, way down. So um, our police administration, management gets more woke every day. And our safety deteriorates more every day. Uh, Which, by the way, uh, brings up an interesting cut. An interesting, we call it it's a little inside baseball. A cut is an audio clip, okay? So what I've noticed in the aftermath of Afghanistan, what I don't know yet is the staying power of Afghanistan. It's no doubt it's bad. How bad is it, Bruce? Thank you, Ed. It's so bad that even apologists for all things Joe Biden, all things Democrat, are, are, I don't know if it's just for nostalgia's sake, actually doing their job as reporters and commentators. Here is MSNBC's blustery morning host, Joe Scarborough, going on a Bruce Hooley-style rant about how bad things have gotten in the first, what, eight months of the Biden administration. Let's 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 talk about uh, the mess right now that I think the Democrats are facing. Uh, and it's so early. I mean, really, we have a year and a half until the election. Uh, but uh, if Democrats want to know what they're going to be facing, I let, let's talk about it right now, because if I were a Republican running, I would say Democrats can't protect us across the world. Democrats can't protect our street. And Democrats can't protect us at the border. There is. We don't talk about it enough. Uh, There is a massive border crisis on the southern border right now. Uh, And if Democrats don't want to talk about it, that's fine. Uh, It will find them uh, over the next uh, 16 months uh, politically. Uh, And then there's this chaos in Afghanistan. And we've talked about crime. Uh, which, of course, I had people telling me for a year, 
Oh, it's just an exaggeration. Law and order, racist, bigoted, whatever. Eric Adams runs on protecting streets and police reform. As New York mayor. He wins the Bronx. He wins Queens. He wins, well, Staten Island. Uh, and he wins Brooklyn. He wins everything except for the, 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 the sort of wealthier parts of Manhattan. And Democrats have to understand this is coming, and I don't know where mission control is on the Democratic side, uh, but somebody, Donnie, needs to get that, and they need to start responding. Wow. Careful, Joe. You might become a Trump fan again. He was once, by the way. Now, of the people who have betrayed the Biden administration by, oh, heaven forbid, telling the truth about them, is Andrea Mitchell, who usually, despite her diminutive appearance, carries at least two completely filled to overflowing buckets of water for the Biden administration on everything. But even Andrea Mitchell at the Pentagon was putting it to a Pentagon spokesperson on his ridiculous assertion that, oh, no, 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 China, nah, China and Afghanistan, nothing to worry about. China is moving towards recognition of the Taliban already. Well, uh, look. Without any guarantees of human rights or any other guarantees. uh, It just so happens that China, the People's Republic of China, is a permanent member of the UN Security Council. Uh, So I can tell you precisely uh, what they said uh, when uh, they signed on to the statement on August 16th. But what they're doing today is moving towards recognizing the Taliban. I am going to have to defer to officials in Beijing to speak to what they're doing. I can tell you precisely what they signed on to, precisely what... does that tell you about their intent? I'm I'm not here to divine the intent of the PRC government. (laughs) You know what he's thinking the whole time? He's like, you're Andrea Mitchell! Did you forget what team you're on? Yes, this moron is standing up there making the case that, hey, wait, wait. Look at this piece of paper. Look at this piece of paper, Andrea Mitchell. This is what China signed on to as a member of the U.N. Security Council. Oh, you mean China? China, the one that said Wuhan lab? Huh? Virus? Sorry, can't help you. I mean, to hold up China as, what did China sign this? Oh, my goodness. I would think their foot was so far in their mouth they couldn't get it in any farther, but they can. And then Chuck Todd. Chuck Todd is such, normally, a bad journalist, but not on this. He's not. Not on this. Chuck Todd. (laughs) A phrase I've never said before. Truth teller. I do think the biggest political fallout from this is competency. Joe Biden's greatest strength against Donald Trump in the campaign was the idea that He's been around the block. He knows what he's doing. We're facing this crisis with COVID. We need some basic competency back in government. No more chaos. He's lost the competency uh, uh, high marks that he was getting at one time. That's tough to get back. Yeah, it is. Because Americans, while I agree with most commentators that most Americans are not sophisticated enough to understand the necessity of keeping troops on the ground in Afghanistan, and it was an easy play to say, well, we've been there 20 years, we ought to get out. I get that. 
what Americans don't like is being made to look like fools by yahoos who have, unless we give them sophisticated weapons, only primitive weapons like whips and clubs and sticks and who march around in the desert like they actually have a chance of defeating our military. They don't. But, you know, when our military is managed by people who preoccupy their time with trying to understand white rage instead of Taliban rage, then we're doomed. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.